in the holy letters of the Rebbe, in volume 10, letter number 3200, Baruch Hashem, the 18th of Tevet, Tavshin Dezot, Brooklyn. This is a letter to a woman, Baruch Vishalem. And the Rebbe says, I'm responding to your letter dated the 26th of Kislev. And the Rebbe says, a very long silence. Too long. Even uh, considering all your excuses that you write in your letter, it's still not acceptable. But, the Rebbe says, you don't, ain't shaking Allah over. You don't complain, yell about the past. For sure, this will be corrected from here and on. Basically, Rebbe says he wants her to write, write to the Rebbe frequently. And one of the things that she writes over there to the Rebbe says, you write that you got to be careful how you write, etc., etc. You know, maybe she was using that. You can't just write, you know, you have to be careful. So the Rebbe says, when is it important that you have to write carefully when you speak? You write about matters, diplomatic matters. Anyway, you're trying to be diplomatic about things. Those matters are only important from the uh, external and the outside. You know, you're not talking about real stuff. You're talking about diplomatic stuff, which is just a, uh, call it today, the fake news. You know, you're talking about external stuff, so you got to know how to address it. And therefore, in those things, the main thing is how beautiful you write and the imaginary honor. That's the minute. But when we talk about things that are tied to the feelings of the heart, especially when you talk about matters which relate to the, uh, to the lot, to deal with the souls of the youth. And this is a follow-up letter that the Rebbe has uh, written to her earlier. Um, and the Rebbe says in this case, these youth need to start their path in life. So every detail uh, that you pass along could influence for tens of years, for many, many years in the future. If you set them straight and give them the right idea in a detail in the path, this could help them along for years to come. So the Rebbe says, he uses the expression of the Talmud, that kechal ushirak. Kechal ushirak means uh, makeup and cover. Uh, those are uh, external uh, external uh, things or external beauty. They actually cover on the uh, true situation. And if you just present it in a way of makeup, a make-believe, a pretend, uh, then that can actually more damage, cause more damage and not fixing. More kilkul, Kechal is actually an eye liner. You do on the eye, uh, 
Shirak is more a makeup on the face. Joy that you write that the condition has improved in many aspects, in many details. And mainly that there is a more an inner attitude, the inner attitude of the participants in the uh, girls' group, in the uh, uh, to the uh, conduct of uh, the spirit Hasidus and the spirit of Hasidus. And the Rebbe says, it's, I'm sure it's extra to emphasize once again that although that we learn in many places explain, this is not just in the Hasidic teaching, but even in the Musar uh, books of the non-Jews, that it's important to have accepting, to accept the yoke, so notwithstanding that, as also as our teachers of blessed memory say, you have to do naseh, introduce naseh before nishmat, do before we can listen. But the Rebbe says it's obvious that we don't mean with this to constantly torture yourself and breaking your soul and body constantly to achieve that. Uh, you got to listen, you got to do, but that is only the opening and the way to prepare the road so that you can have the uh, the spirit be over the material to strengthen the spiritual over the materialistic, which is Surah Allah Khaimer, the form over the material. The form is the shape, and the material is the material, or MS Allah Shekhar, or the truth over lies. So, and automatically that will bring the true good, not the imaginary good, the true good, which is not only good spiritually, but that in the end of the day is the good also in the life of this world over the bad. So we don't want to break a person and have him always battle. Yes, you know, you got to prepare the way, you got to strengthen and know that the principles, ideas are important to materialize, we should follow them, but we don't want to constantly be in such a state. A person, as the verse states, Odom ayir pere yivolid. Person is created like a wild, uh, a wild beast. Is born out of control. You don't have any restraints. Or another verse says that it drips with honey. Noifes to tefno The lips of the stranger, meaning the Yetzirah, uh, it drips with honey, and it like it's so sweet. It's so beautiful, you know. Uh, take a taste, taste some drugs it makes you feel so good you know, in the end it's only at the end it's bitter like this uh, uh, grass which is bitter alano, which is bitter, it's a terrible ending so there needs to be therefore you need to start by doing, even if you just have to accept it 
because you want to make sure that you get eventually to the right idea. And the more that the beginning is going to be deeper, uh, the more the understanding for the correct, good way and true way will come. So basically, the Rebbe says, you have to pass along this message and you got to help in order to change the outlook. And the Rebbe says, there's no, you can't put an absolute time frame or masmeris, you can't put nail, you can't nail it down. How long is it going to take such a way of just doing it without understanding? Because you got to start this way, you know, you got to start by accepting. Because we can't say, can't tell you that if you do this, because <coughs> it depends on each one's spirit and nature of each and every one in the condition of the time and the place, etc., etc. But the Rebbe says that we have to start off with accepting and trying to then come to the level of appreciation later on that in the beginning it's hard and then you see if you follow your instincts, your desires, it may be uh, instant gratification, but you pay the big price later on. So you got to sort of push yourself to do the right thing, even though you're not into it. Now, the Rebbe says you write about yourself and your own doubts about it. Uh, So the Rebbe says, it's already been explained in similar matters, that we have a good portion and we have a good lot, a beautiful lot, because we were born in the generations of the heels of the Mashiach. In other words, we're almost by Mashiach. After we have been, it has been revealed to us so much light in our Torah, the living Torah, especially in the teaching of Hasidus, and specifically, especially, especially in the teaching of Hasidus Chabad, which dressed up the most deepest matters, even the secrets, esoteric parts of the Torah, in letters, in words, and in letters and words that can be understood to each and every one, if you just have the willing for that. So you are in a generation, a time, opportune time. And as it relates to the above, all right, let's uh, let's take a break over here. And it says like this, as far as it relates to the above, you know, a lot of times um, the uh, evil inclination comes with seemingly uh, religious arguments, with arguments that uh, seemingly come for good, good arguments, but the uh, purpose of those arguments of the Yitzhari is to decline, is to get the person not to do. He brings down the a saying of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, with all the title over here, in the name of his father, the Rebbe Rashab, that sometimes the Yitzhara, the evil inclination, dresses up in a garment of silk. A silk garment is considered to be a more respectable people 
on Shabbos will use a silk uh, coat. Uh, rabbis uh, will use a silk. Silk is considered to be an expensive, an expression of royalty. So the Yetzirah can sometimes dress up in a silk garment in order to trick the person. So how do you know when the argument comes from this slick Yetzirah who's dressing up, or it's maybe a good argument. How do we know? So the way to test it is, if any argument, whatever it is, if it's going to hold you back from actual doing, that is source that comes from the other side. So the Rebbe says in our case, you have doubts and you have arguments that either totally prevent or if they don't, at least these arguments weaken your work in actuality. So you have all kinds of arguments to try to weaken your resolve and your doing and your actions. So these are coming, what are they doing? What are those arguments? Those arguments are to causing you to either totally stop or at least to weaken your work, they are not for sure coming from the will and the Yetzir Tov, from the good inclination. And the Rebbe quotes now, in the parentheses, the language that his father used. It was in Yiddish. He says there could be a religious animal soul. And there can be a religious, there can even be a Hasidic animal soul. The animal soul is considered the animal within you. It's associated with the Yetzir Hara, which wants materialism. So you might have an animal soul which appears to be very religious. Sometimes you have an a animal soul which seems to be very Hasidic. In other words, it's very religious. He says, sometimes, in an example, sometimes all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you have an intense desire, a tense yearning to learn Hasidus or to reflect well on some idea of Hasidus. What could be better? You know, to study Hasidus, to reflect an idea, it's seemingly that it's coming from a, a good place. But the truth is, this is advice of the Yetzer. Of the, and this is the tricks of the animal soul to hold you back from service. Because now is not the time you're about to do a mitzvah, or you're about to daven, and all of a sudden you get a yearning. He says, any time that somebody, that there is something that prevents, that is from the tricks of the animal soul. Um, no, hold on. Always examine, even though it may seem like a very positive thing, but you have to examine why is it all of a sudden coming, what is the meaning of it. So you have to look deeper. If you're about to do something good, and then all of a sudden you're distracted by something seemingly very holy, 
that is a distraction that doesn't come from the positive side. Okay, so basically, the Rebbe is saying your arguments that she wrote to the Rebbe apparently were rationalization, why she didn't think she was fit, that she could, and she has questions, and she has doubts. And the Rebbe is saying, and even though they may seem for good reasons, and as we'll see in the next piece, she, her argument is she asked the Rebbe that she has the desire to influence, etc., others, but in her own mind, she doesn't believe that she has enough knowledge and that she is smart enough uh, as necessary to influence others. She doesn't, she doesn't feel herself worthy of that position of being a, a leader or uh, being somebody to give the classes, etc. She doesn't think she knows enough. So the Rebbe says, let it even be, the Rebbe said, that it is so. Let's say that it is, you're, you're, you're right. But the Rebbe says in our generation, and especially, uh, and in all generations really, it's true, especially in our generation, but this is true in all generations. If you don't have the ability to give 100%, you have to give what you can. If you don't, if you cannot be 100% at the level, at least do the best you can. And to pray to the Blessed Hashem that you should utilize all the potential to add more and more. So if you don't feel worthy, you don't feel that you're at the level, pray to Hashem that you'll come to the level, but don't stop. Give whatever you have in the meantime. That's not a reason to interrupt the influence, especially, the Rebbe says, based on the situation in the Holy Land. The Rebbe says the the waves of denials, of heresy, which is the war against our traditions, keeps on going and getting stronger. It was a very time that in Israel, the founders, they were not helping to say the list and also waging war against all the Jewish traditional values. So there is no permission at all and at all to back off from this front. Anybody who has ability to do something about it must be involved. And if at presently you cannot be the chief sergeant or even an important uh, sergeant, uh, you still have to do the task which is placed on you to your best of your ability. You don't have to be in the highest rank in order to... So do the best you can. Just as in a physical war, the more when you serve in the war, you raise in ranks. So you go up. This prepares you. So your involvement, to your extent, prepares you to go up from step to step.
as it's obviously we see it vividly, and this is something which is public knowledge, and you don't need to prove this. This is very obvious. The Rebbe says, if you will want to utilize your talents and your knowledge that you have up till now to the extent possible, so the Rebbe says, you utilize the what you know and in the right direction, I am certain that you will see fruits in the right direction. I am guaranteed that you will see very shortly results, fruits. Not only saving one child, one, one soul, even to save one soul, it's already like saving a whole world. But you will be able to save many, many souls. It says in the Mishnah, why was man created one, just one man alone? To tell you that the whole world is worthy for one person. So when you save one person, it's like saving the whole world. How much more so if you save more than many souls? So you're saving many worlds. And as I wrote in my previous letter, this is in letter number 2,543, that's almost, that's 500 letters ago, right? Because we're up to letter 3,000. Now where do we have to go? What are we? 3,200. So yeah. quite quite what a few. Did you write? This was in letter number 2,543. Uh, that was uh, dated, let's see, when well, that was dated. That was dated, uh, no, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I have it. It was February 2nd, 2022. It was 2222. Uh, two, two, two. Uh, yeah. A year ago. Over a year? Yeah, over a year. Yeah. Over two, five, and that's two. why the Rebbe is saying to her that I didn't hear from her a long time. Yeah. So, the Rebbe says, I've written to you in the previous letter that everything, blessed Hashem, God put everything most beautiful in its right time. Blessed Hashem made everything in the right time and in the right place and in your community, your surroundings. Since you merited that you're part of the Chabad community, the Anash and Chabad, that is the place in which you will find your satisfaction by fulfilling the mission that's put upon you by the divine, specific <coughs> providence. Hashem put you there. Hashem has a mission for you specifically. Hashem brought you to that place. Hashem brought you in that time. And all people know that the creator of the world is the ultimate good. So it's obvious that when Hashem places a special task on a person, first He gives him the ability, the full ability to fulfill that mission. So Halavai, the Rebbe says, that you will utilize your potential and your capabilities, your your talents in the full 100%.
So while she's writing to the Rebbe that she doesn't feel that she's learned enough and that she's intellectual enough and that she can influence, the Rebbe says even if that's true, you don't need to be the top uh, learned person in order to influence. Everybody has to give their 100%. The Rebbe says we're living in a very dangerous time and there is so much work to do. Nobody is allowed to step away from the war to keep Yiddishkeit when there is so much at stake over here. And the Rebbe says, you can utilize your talents and your knowledge and you will be successful. You'll actually go from step to step. It's like by your experience, that itself will raise you. And the Rebbe says, you are now in a certain position. Hashem is calling to you. It's not like you have to make a decision. You having a calling from Hashem specifically, Hashem wants you to do this. Because Hashem puts everything in the right place. You are part of the Chabad community. You're in that place, at that time. That is where you can work and that's where you will find satisfaction. And Hashem doesn't demand without giving you potential. Hashem is asking you to go ahead and be influential for the positive. He, Hashem is the ultimate good. He wouldn't ask you to do something which you cannot do. So therefore you have the possibility and you will see good results. And the Rebbe says, I hope with all your complaint that you're not, don't feel worthy enough, that you're learned enough, utilize all your potential, 100%, and you'll see that you'll be successful. Uh, the uh, Rebbe further addresses, she wrote about the get-together of the girls get-together, uh, and the Rebbe guides her. He's, he says, the um, practice has shown, this has been tested here and in many places, that you have to draw the girls in, not just as participants, but give them, make them part of doing the work. Allow them to give the lectures. Similarly, this would create a greater enthusiasm and excitement by the other friends and bring about a lots of interest. Basically, give them... This has been advice the Rebbe has given. We've seen that in some of the other letters, letter, letters as well. Then they used to apparently make uh, different uh, shows or uh, uh, some kinds of uh, huh? skits, maybe skits, and uh, it, it's really uh, shows. You know, like the girls' schools will put on a uh, different kind of an event. They will show, uh, but they have different kinds of uh, the Hatzagot, the shows that they do from time to time. That is very very good. 
what the Rebbe says, you have to be very careful those matters that people seem to not pay attention to, you know, then even though they may be prohibitions of the Torah. So you have to be careful. A man is, a woman is not allowed to wear men's clothing. You've got to be careful on that. Uh, singing publicly, you've got to be careful. Matters of mixed, mixed genders. The Rebbe says, very good, but be careful to keep it to the laws and not to violate even though sometimes the people, you know, inadvertently or not paying attention or they just take it lightly. So the Rebbe says, very good, but make sure to keep the rules. And as far as the 10th day of Shvat, which is the Yortzeit of the previous Rebbe and the ascending of the Rebbe, the Rebbe says it would be a good idea to suggest to the girls at least to the older ones, that each one should write, the Rebbe has the word Masa over here, Uh, I don't know exactly what that means, I think the Rebbe says that they should write a report in one area of the work of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, uh, and all the titles and his talks, etc., etc., the Rebbe wants that they should write not sure what the word masa, mem samache, or maybe it's a, um, I'm trying to think, what would it be? Um, um, maybe it means somehow a uh, a report or something, I'm not sure. Anyways, the Rebbe answers, what? Noga, the word after. Um, in any event, the Rebbe wants them to write something, give them a, a task, and the Rebbe blesses her that, she should increase her participation in education, educating the young that is fitting to the wishes of our holy Rebbes, and you shall see the good reward in your efforts, and lots of nachas in your children may they live. I look forward for good news in all the above, and with blessing to as quickly as possible and all the above. One of the things we see very surely, the Rebbe gave this woman a lot, a lot of time. Because this followed the letter 2543, and uh, which that was dated in the 22nd of Elul in Tavshin Yudalad. And she writes, and the Rebbe... She 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 is uh, she came from Russia. She was with the from with the Hasidim, and the Rebbe goes through about the obligation to to be influential and everything else. The Rebbe spends a lot of times. That's in that letter. The follow up letter is in the letter three thousand two hundred that we're learning over here. Uh, apparently, she was working with the youth over there. Maybe she didn't want to do it. Maybe she wanted to do something else. And the Rebbe is in encouraging her. First, the Rebbe says, you don't have to take a long time to write to me because you got to write beautiful. You want to make sure that everything, and that takes up time. The Rebbe says, that's only when you're trying to talk about things diplomatically. But when we're trying to get to the point, we just say things from the heart to the feeling, and we don't uh, need to beat around the bush, as they say. You can just write to me more often. Uh, all the time, and 
And the Rebbe says that uh, it takes time. A person naturally is created like a wild beast and he doesn't like any control. And therefore, you know, when you talk about youth, you know, and they're not used to, to discipline or direction, but the Rebbe says, first, you know, you have to try work. Can't tell you when you'll be successful. You know, this is, the Rebbe says in another letter, you know, it takes time for the fruit to grow, you you plant the kernel, you're not expecting to have the fruit as soon as you planted it. So the Rebbe says, it's definitely, there's no question that you will be successful. Uh, we're not trying to tell people, just do so without understanding, but the beginning is that it seems very attractive, you know, the free life, freewheeling, not to have any responsibilities, not to be restricted, to go, that seems to be like fun in the beginning, but that's not, that's, as Rebbe quotes from the verse that uh, the, uh, it drips with honey, uh, the, uh, the lips of the stranger, meaning the Sahara, but then the end is bitter, like a bitter herb. So uh, you have to start doing, even if you don't understand, push yourself to do the right thing, and then eventually it comes about. And the uh, Rebbe says that you can learn, can resolve a lot of your questions by keeping on learning. And the Rebbe says that sometimes the evil inclination comes to you dressed up in a Hasidic or a religious garb and trying to convince you. But if it stops you from doing your work, you have to know that that's not really an argument that's coming from the good side. So if you're saying, I'm not worthy, I'm not ready, I don't know enough, and this would cause you to stop doing, then that is not a good argument. That argument comes from the wrong side. Now, uh, the fact that you say you don't have enough today, you don't have enough knowledge, you're not, don't consider yourself enough to be teaching, but the Rebbe says, uh, today you can't wait till you'll become the most knowledgeable person. You have to do what you can. Do the best you can. There is so much work needs to be done. There is so much uh, winds that are blowing with heresy, with against Hashem, against the Torah. So nobody has a right. Utilize, you have talents. Utilize your potential. It is your calling in life. And Hashem has... uh, has given you what you need to succeed. So you have what it takes. Don't abandon this, which this divine supervision has set you up and placed you in all this for your shalichas. And the Rebbe says, get the girls to participate. That will draw them in. And make sure that the shows and the different displays that you show is consistent with the laws of the Torah and the Rebbe says, let them write some report for you, Shvat. And the Rebbe blesses her that increase your participation in the education of the young people. Do it as quickly as possible. The Rebbe gives her the blessings. Amazing how much time the Rebbe won. And the Rebbe felt really that she could make a difference in all these lives. Yeah.